Was the United States justified in shooting down the Chinese balloon? Our reporter has China's response. I'm Brick Holes. First, your ticket feed this hour. Russian missiles have struck the Ukrainian city of Kharkiv, ruining homes and buildings. This all comes as Moscow is preparing to ramp up their attacks on the war-torn nation. Our breaking developments next. China says the US have overreacted by shooting down the balloon that's at the centre of a diplomatic spat between Washington and Beijing. I'm Adam Hancock in Singapore, and I'll have all of the details shortly. It's a real full-on job. I think it's a, it's a tough one, but we really enjoy it. Will Adele continue her winning streak, or will Beyonce be snubbed again? The 65th Grammy Awards are kicking off in LA, and we hear from the executive producer of the show on how the entire Grammys comes to life. And are you prepared to fork out thousands of dollars just for a Twitter blue tick? I'll tell you why Elon Musk wants to charge that much to companies and its brands. Now, from our headquarters at Ticker Park to the world, this is Ticker News. Hello there, it's great to have your company. Plenty more ahead, but first your top story this hour. Breaking now, and Ukraine expects a possible major Russian offensive this month. Ukraine's defence minister says Kyiv has the reserves to hold back Moscow's forces, even though the latest Western military supplies won't arrive in time. Zachary Goldman tells you more. Russian missiles struck the Ukrainian city of Kharkiv on Sunday, one of them shattering a residential building. That's according to local officials. One resident, Lyudmila Krylova, said she'd been living in the apartment block for only four months after being evacuated from another city. She told Reuters she was at home, there was a strong blast, and furniture fell on her and her friend, who was injured by glass. Another missile struck the city's university. One of the school's directors told Reuters three floors of the building were destroyed. The strikes come as Ukraine's defense minister Alexei Reznikov on Sunday said the country was ready for a possible Russian offensive this month. Ukraine has been readying for a new Russian assault, possibly timed to the one-year anniversary of what Moscow calls a, quote, special military operation, when it sent its forces streaming over Ukraine's borders. Ukrainian fighters managed to force Russia to retreat first from the capital, Kiev, and later from swaths of occupied territory in the east. But Moscow conscripted hundreds of thousands of civilians into what is expected to be a new campaign. Western allies have pledged weapons to help Kiev resist the expected attack. Reznikov said some of the hardware isn't going to arrive on time, but stated Ukraine was ready and would be able to hold back the attack. But this German-made howitzer in the Donbass is already in the fight. It's staffed by two Ukrainian brothers, who trained in Germany and told Reuters that Russian infantry were creeping forward. Reconnaissance relayed coordinates and the brothers fired at the targets. Between lobbing shells at invaders, they shoot texts to their worried parents, reassuring them both sons are still alive and well. China has hit back at the U.S. after they shot down a suspected Chinese spy balloon off the coast of South Carolina. The U.S. military says it was a threat surveilling strategic sites in the state, but Beijing claims the balloon is a civilian airship just used to monitor the weather. The incident, of course, the latest in a very long line of diplomatic disputes between the two countries. Tigger's Adam Hancock reports from Singapore. 
Shortly after the US shot down this suspected spy balloon, China hit back with their own response. Beijing said it strongly opposed Washington's approach, calling it an overreaction. China also doubled down on their claims that this was a civilian airship that was just monitoring the weather. They said it had been blown astray into US airspace, but these are claims that Washington have disputed. And it's been interesting to watch China's reaction throughout this affair. On Friday, when they first admitted that this balloon belonged to them, Beijing were apologetic and said they regretted how it had ended up in US territory. It was an uncharacteristic approach from China, who were usually more aggressive in these statements. But as time passed, Beijing's tone changed and they started to accuse US politicians and the media of using this incident as a way of attacking China. Now, this affair has renewed tensions between these two global superpowers, with US Secretary of State Anthony Blinken cancelling his much-anticipated trip to Beijing at the last minute. Although his visit was largely seen as being symbolic as opposed to making any substantive policy breakthroughs, it was still seen as another big step in repairing relations between China and the US. Now, Washington have left the door open for Anthony Blinken to make this visit in future when the situation allows. But given the renewed tensions over this balloon, it's hard to see exactly when that will be. Reporting from Singapore, Adam Hancock for Ticker News. Soon we will know if ABBA will win their first Grammy and whether Adele can continue that winning streak. The 65th Grammy Awards kick off in LA shortly, Beyonce leading the nominations with nine in total, followed by Kendrick Lamar with eight and then Adele behind with just seven. This year there are staggering 91 categories from Best New Age, Ambient and Chant album, but the moment we're all waiting for of course is the night's top prize album of the year. Comedian Trevor Noah will host the ceremony for the third year in a row. So expect some humour amongst the performances from some of music's biggest names. Let's hear from Grammy executive producer Ben Winston on what exactly it takes to bring this show to life. I think the show is such a hard one to produce. I mean, I would say that because I'm producing it. Essentially, what you have is you have probably 19 performers on the show with hip hop that we're doing. It's, and that's another 40 with the In Memoriams, another 10. With all of those performers, probably bring 70 people with them sometimes on average, if you include choirs and dancers and makeup artists and costumes and security and management, etc. So you've got all of that all going on backstage and you're under a timeline. So you've got one set being built under that side where the other one is being created, performed on and swapping over. And so you've got to do all of that and control all of that. And at the same time, you only have about nine weeks to do it because you can't start making this show until we hear the nominations so it's a real full-on job i think it's a it's a tough one but we really enjoy it and uh it's a challenge that we must enjoy because we keep coming back to do it again and again are you prepared to fork out thousands just for a little Twitter tick? Well, Elon Musk has announced that companies and brands will have to pay that amount per month plus an additional 50 bucks per sub account to get verified checked on Twitter. The new pricing falls under the new Twitter blue for service. Within the next few months, only paying Twitter customers will have verified status. Twitter has stacked on $12.5 billion in debt and this move hopes to increase subscription revenue to meet Musk's obligations. He also announced that Twitter would start sharing ad revenue with creators for ads that appear on their reply threads, but no further detail is currently available. 
A massive blaze burnt down a Buddhist temple in Australia. Footage from social media shows fire engulfing Melbourne's Bright Moon Buddhist Society temple on Sunday evening. More than 80 firefighters battled the blaze into the night as the fire quickly spread throughout the building. It's not yet known if anyone was inside when the fire started, but roads in the surrounding area are currently closed as the investigation into the cause of the fire is still underway. The 90s temple is understood to draw thousands of visitors to the area each year. BMW is set to invest 800 million euros in Mexico to produce its next generation of high voltage and fully electric batteries. The car maker is looking to convert more than half of its sales into all electric cars by 2030. Constructions will begin next year with productions beginning in 2027. The announcement follows several other major expansions from the automaker in recent months, including a $1.7 billion investment in the US. The move will add around 1,000 new jobs to Mexico. While crypto exchange FTX is asking politicians to return the tens of millions of dollars in campaign contributions given by Sam Bankman-Fried before the company's major implosion we saw last November, the company is sending confidential letters to political beneficiaries asking for the money to be returned by the end of the month. If they don't, the company reserves the right to seek repayments through court action. The donations are estimated to be as much as $93 million. They were made to politicians and political courses across political spectrum and one in three members of the current U.S. Congress allegedly received contributions from Bankman-Fried's orbit. Stay with us. We have plenty more Ticker News coming up in just a moment. You're watching Ticker News. More news is just minutes away.